welcome to episode 33 of Checking the Gate, a film on religion podcast. I am Robert Wright Stasco. And I am Michael M. Patty. And we are a podcast where every month we watch another movie and TV show and evaluate it for its religious content and... And its quality as well, in a lot of cases. <laughs> yes, and uh, as you'll see, we didn't find a whole lot of quality in this month's Or religious feature. content. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of my friends at church who agree with you on that. Um, in fact, one of the, one of the people at church is uh, our he's one of our elders. He walked out halfway through. I oh think w- I think at the part that we kind of both started scratching our head, but but we'll get into it. But uh, first, uh, we we tried doing something a little different this month. Uh, we, you know, we went to go see the movie, and then we went out uh, to dinner and talked about it afterwards, just to get our immediate kind of gut reaction uh, down on tape and the following is uh, that conversation so here you go all right hello and welcome to a very special episode of checking the gate Uh, I hope you can even hear this Uh, my name is Michael M. Patty and I'm Robert Wright Stasco and we are here to discuss the film we have just seen Noah Uh, we are sitting inside a Chili's uh, after having seen it together uh, we were supposed to have a couple extra people, but due to unforeseen circumstances, none of them could make it. So it's just the two of us like normal. Yes, and we really don't feel bad for them. No, they, <laughs> they are the lucky ones. Yes, we went to see this movie hoping that it would be good so we could have something to, to really discuss and debate about, but... That is not the case. No. <laughs> no. Uh, it, it wasn't the worst movie either one of us has ever seen. It just wasn't very good. No, not not good at all. And there, there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, most of the acting. Yeah, the, the acting was all right. But there was just so so many other things wrong with it. I mean, it's it's hard to take a movie seriously when it's based on the Bible when it starts out with rock monsters. Yeah. And there are there are rock monsters in this movie. Yeah. Robert, are there rock monsters in the Bible? I, I don't. I'm not going to college for Bible no. studies. Um. Well, here, let me look up uh, yeah. Genesis right, uh, look, six really yeah. quick. Okay. Um, because there is, it's kind of based on a verse in there. In Genesis 6, it's kind of one that uh, a lot of the theologians don't want to touch with like a 10-foot pole. Uh, it's one of those things you read and you kind of go, huh? Alright, um, it's, it, I believe the verse is Genesis 6, 4. Let me pull it up on my handy-dandy um, the Bible here. Alright, I'm in Exodus. Let me go back. The wonders of technology. You don't have to take around your Bible. My father-in-law was was upset that he he bought a tablet and then I I think he like couldn't find the Book of Mormon or something. <laughs> I I forget what the problem was, but that was one of the reasons he he bought a little like e-reader sized tablet was so he could read the Bible and the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Maybe maybe it just cost too much. I don't know. Yeah, well, I have the free uh, U version Bible app, which by the way was a big promoter of the. The Bible miniseries that were reviewed a few episodes back. But I, I dare say that would have been better than this. <laughs> well, no, no. Let me. No. <laughs> Maybe we should have gone to see Son of God instead. No. <laughs> but but here's that verse. Yeah, it's uh, Genesis six four. 
And it says, The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. They were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. That's not what these rock monsters were at all. No, though. they, they made were it very clear. These were fallen angels who were stuck in rock. Yeah, these were. Uh, they called them the Watchers in the movie. Yeah. They observe and record, but never interfere. <laughs> I, I couldn't help but think, and I, I even leaned over uh, while we were watching the movie, and I said to Robert. Now we know what happened to the rock monsters William Shatner wanted to put into Star Trek V. That's exactly what these things are. Yeah, he said they had a hard time finding work. And they yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, there's an interesting article by a Dr. Brian Matson. Um, his article is called Sympathy for the Devil, and he has a lot of problems. Um, I mean, just at the... Beyond the Rock Monsters just being bad. Yeah. They, um, this movie did what the How the Grinch Stole Christmas movie did. They took a, a scant amount of material and turned it into a feature-length film. Yeah. And in all of the manufacturing of material, I dare say something got lost. Needless to say, they need to build a plot about why... Noah is building the ark other than God told him to. Apparently, in the movie, God told Noah that humanity was not worth saving, which I think is somewhere else in the Bible, but not in the story of Noah. Correct? Right. Right. Um, so, without going into... Too, I don't want to spoil it in case the people sitting next to us want to see the movie eventually. What, a 5,000 year old spoiler? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> a spoiler for a movie that just came out. Yeah. That, that's not 5,000 years old. <laughs> um, it's not going to last 5,000 years, that's for sure. No. Um, like, two-thirds of the way through the movie, despite having external conflicts, uh, a, a, a bad guy sneaks onto the boat yeah. And so there's conflict there. Somehow, two thirds of the way through the movie, they decide to turn Noah into the villain. Yeah, I didn't which like is that. Just, it's the whole movie was preposterous. The word "crap" kept springing to mind. Yeah. I, I, I try to keep it clean for the show, and I think that's clean enough. Yeah. The, this movie was crap, like through and through. The, the only, the only part I enjoyed, aside from seeing Jor-El and Odin together. <laughs> Um, I I kind of enjoyed the part in the middle. They're on the ark, and Noah is telling his family the story of creation. And that part really stood out because they do it, they use CG, and it kind of looks like a BBC, how a BBC documentary, yeah. how Richard Attenborough would make the story <laughs> of creation. But you know what, I... I I liked it. I liked that they made that, and it yeah. stood out from the rest of the yeah. mediocrity in the movie. Yeah, I don't think one of the Britain's most prominent atheists would make well, a counter creation. But you I know get what your I point. mean. The, the man who yeah. made planet Earth. Yeah, but this uh, this article by Brian Matson that he takes issue with that because um, that that's not so much um, a biblical representation of uh, well of no creation. of course he, he it, saw it, the rest of the movie right yeah it, it yeah <laughs> it, 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 it it takes more from uh, Gnosticism which is 
like we're, we're spiritual beings or yeah. beings of light and kind of encased in this dark matter like like the angels how they fell and became encrusted with the earth and then their their inner selves were freed by helping Noah he takes issue with that and also with that, with the Adam and Eve how they're portrayed as glowing and that that comes I up. thought that was metaphorical yeah here um, he says here's what Dr. Matson says, here's a 2nd century AD description of what a sect called the Ophites believed. Adam and Eve formerly had light, luminous, and so to speak, spiritual bodies as they had been fashioned. But when they came here, the bodies became dark, fat, and idle. So that's... So, um, so basically, this guy's problem is that it's... They, the, 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 the filmmakers did some research, and it's not what he thinks. Right. Okay. And he, he says it's essentially a form of Jewish Gnosticism, which is... Uh, see, Christianity doesn't like Gnosticism because, um, you know, God created the world and said that it was good. And he created people and said it was very good. And this is something they bring up, like Tubal Cain keeps saying that we're uh, created in his image, which is a good thing. And, and um, Gnosticism says that everything materialist is bad and we're trying to free the inner self. It's kind of like platonic thought, you know, that we need to release the inner self. And that's bad because um, the Jewish people and Hebrew thought was it was of wholeness and of one, and that the body and spirit are one thing and that all of it is good. So that kind of stuff aside, um, another issue that a lot of people have with with the movie uh, is that it, um, it it makes the devil the good guy. It, it's like he's. This guy Matson says he kind of slips it in there, but I, I didn't get that how he was taking the snakeskin and wrapping it around his I arm. I have no idea what the point of that was. Yeah, the, it, it was supposed to be the um, the shed skin of the serpent in the Garden of Eden. I got that. I don't know what Noah and his line was. I don't know what that was for. Yeah, I don't um, know why they were keeping it around and what they were doing with it. Yeah, it was. I guess it was making. He's trying to. It's trying to make the bad guy the good guy, you know, because that's what I mean. That's what they did with Noah. Um, uh, that's what they made with Tubal Cain. They made the bad guy the good guy because Noah became the bad guy. And then it, it's the same thing with the serpent. He was he was helping us, you know the the you know the fallen angels. They were help. They're trying to help us, you know. Satan, he's just trying to help us. So. And this Matson was like, "Don't don't send your people." He's trying to implore church leaders um, to not recommend their people go see the movie because of the bad theology. Yeah, I wouldn't I, recommend people to see it because it's just, just, it's, just it's just not very good. It's just a bad movie. I, I, I this is hyperbole, but I I understand. I this is a joke. I understand now why it was banned in the Middle East. I wish it had been banned here. <laughs> not not really. Not really. But yeah. it, it wasn't very good. There are so many... If anybody's worried that it's going to be like a uh, Last Temptation of Christ trouncing on your faith, it's it's not. It's just not very good. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's sort of like... Like Thor, the movie Thor was to the actual myth of Thor. It's the comic yes. book version of Noah. Yes. 
in, in the same way that the last temptation of Christ wasn't based on uh, a biblical story, it's not based on a work of fiction. Uh, same thing here wasn't based on uh, like a Christian I interpretation of the the Bible yeah. story. It was based on more like a like Jewish and Gnostic interpretations if, of the story. If that, yeah. Did I mention the rock monsters? Yeah. Uh, there was uh, uh, one review on uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes that it was it was simply two words: rock transformers. <laughs> <laughs> That's an insult to Transformers. You take that back, sir. Uh, I'm sorry. Hey, you like the Transformers. I like Vin Diesel movies. So I think we're even. <laughs> Transformers have two more good movies than Vin Diesel. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I won't. I won't uh, try to beat that dead All right. All right. <laughs> Are we counting Saving Private Ryan? Well, that's still just one more. One. Okay, the Transformers have one more good movie than Vin Diesel. But, yeah, overall, this movie, just just giving you my, my, my overall, just haven't seen the movie, just walking out, just my gut feeling about it, it leaves me kind of depressed. What about you? Depressed because it was a lousy movie or depressed because of the events of the movie? A little bit of both. <laughs> I've had I've had enough time to recover. It's it's been about an hour now. It, yeah. it was should should we spoil it? Why not? All right. We're, we're, in, we're, 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 you know what? I'll, I'll put a little tag in front of this uh, okay. record at home. So, like I said, in the in the movie, two thirds of the way through, they decide to make Noah a villain, and the way they do that is um, his his three sons take in a straggler played by the actress who played Hermione in the Harry Potter movies, Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Yeah. Not Emma Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> and she is stabbed in the abdomen and uh, Jennifer Conley, Noah's wife, declares her to be barren. And so through a, a miracle performed by Noah's grandfather, Anthony Hopkins, as Methuselah, she becomes pregnant and... Noah had gotten it into his head that his mission was to let the flood eradicate mankind except for him and his family, and they would be the last people on Earth. And then, of course, Hermione gets pregnant. Yeah. And this cannot stand. Yeah, because so Harry he, Potter, man, he was pissed. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I thought she ended up with the other kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ron Weasley... <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, here's a rabbit trail. I read an article where uh, J.K. Rowling said she should have put yeah, Ron and Hermione or uh, Harry and Hermione together. I don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares. Anyway, continue. So she becomes pregnant, and Noah decides that if it's a girl who can bear children, that she must die to wipe out mankind. So the last third of the movie, everybody's mad at him for wanting to take out a baby. Which, of course, since this is a movie, is two girls. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's so... It, it's, I, I saw that coming. Hey, after, oh yeah. after seeing you know Godzilla versus Mothra like a bazillion times... I mean, who hasn't, right? Right. I mean, you know, the egg hatches and two Mothras come out. Two little Martha. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the two little, like... Pixie women. Yeah, well, no, this, no, see, <laughs> I don't Godzilla care. kills Mothra. Stop, stop, rat hole. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, it's, it's very movie cliche, and 
the there are three narrative climaxes all happening at the same time because this is a Hollywood movie. Right. Directed by a former indie director. Yeah. And the the bad guy comes out of hiding on the ark. Yes, there's a bad guy hiding on the ark. Yeah. Hermione is giving birth and they find land all at the same time. Oh, I have another nitpick while we're talking about movie nitpicks. It starts raining and then like in the movie it's a couple of minutes, but it's like an hour of actual quote unquote actual time. It goes from a drizzle to ocean like flooding in less than a day. Yeah. In the in the film. Well in 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 the Bible it says the you know the the waters of the earth came forth and you know like um, they burst forth out of the ground. But yeah, that's that that part is kind of in the Bible there. So it's not very. They show it like it bursting was, out of the ground and then like a tidal wave coming in. It was ridiculous. All right, our yeah. food's here, so I think we're gonna wrap it up because we've got to um, yeah. wolf it down to make it to Captain America too. Yeah, so, we're gonna uh, actually see a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> by all that. accounts, it's the best uh, Marvel movie they've made. So uh, yeah, so we're we're looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so that was our conversation. We left yeah, off, I, we were talking about uh, how the flood actually occurred in the movie, and Mikey didn't find that very convincing. No, it was, um, I believe I used the word preposterous at the time, <laughs> yeah. where, you know, water's just gushing up from the ground, and if water could just gush up from the ground, why did there need to be rain? It, it, it's, I don't know. Yeah, and it's... It's a nitpick, but of, of yeah. you know, in, in a movie full of things to nitpick. Yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, nitpicking when <laughs> it's more like major objections. <laughs> nitpicking they, is, they, it's like, I don't think Jordy's uh, visor would be able to pick up that particle <laughs> unless he was looking directly <laughs> at it. Uh, so I don't think this episode of Star Trek could actually scientifically happen. That's nitpicking. We're like... <laughs> Dude, this is totally ridiculous. It never happened in the real life in yeah. any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> yeah, because there, there's, I mean, apart from the spiritual and uh, biblical objections that people raise, even though uh, in our conversation we mentioned it wasn't really based on the Bible. It was more based on Jewish mysticism and Gnosticism, which, you know, I don't think, I don't think the average Joe walking on the street it's gonna go walk into that movie and say, "That's Gnostic. I don't like it." You know, it, it's most—it's only no. theologians who are saying that. It, it, who the ones who have read the writings and still don't like the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I assume you haven't read them. You're—you're you're at least aware of them. Yeah, I—I I wasn't. Yeah, I—I I've, I've made the comparison to the Grinch in in the restaurant. Yeah. Um. And and I think somebody else uh, that I work with compared it to the Hobbit movies. Yeah. Where they had to pick something, and like with... And I think the Hobbit is a better example, because Peter Jackson and the screenwriters who wrote the Hobbit movies and stretched them into three movies had Tolkien's appendices to draw from. Yeah. And... And then they still made stuff up on top of that. But the the difference is 
The Hobbit actually had rock monsters in the story. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, I get your point, and I guess I'm agreeing with you the long way. Yeah. That, <laughs> that even having padded out the movie to get it to two hours and 18 minutes from, yeah. from the nine minutes there was an audio version of noah that was nine minutes long yeah and from the <laughs> from the nine spoken minutes in the bible to two hours and 18 minutes on screen the fact that they did use pre-existing if not biblical writings didn't make it better no maybe they should have just made it up yeah <laughs> i don't know because the, the the gnostic stuff isn't like like uh, another story that they added in, it, it's it, it's more like the idea that the, the only the spirit is good, and that that's and that's only alluded to in the way the the angels are the spirits that fall to earth and are encrusted in it, and then they are set free by helping Noah. But opposed to that is Noah himself, who is his only goal, his his obsession, and you know, uh, Arnofsky is given us another movie about obsession. I mean, who would have guessed? <laughs> <laughs> but he is obsessed with, with saving God's creation and renewing it and restoring it the way it was before man was there, even to the point of killing his grandchildren, his unborn grandchildren. Yeah, because because he wants him and his family to be the last people on Earth, and then the world will start over again. Right. and And that's against Gnosticism. That's uh, with Gnosticism, yeah, right. creation well, is was, bad. Yeah, it the was material is bad, and Noah's trying to save that. So it, it's inconsistent in its in its heresy. That's that's because they were they were building a, a Act Three plot twist. Yeah, you know. Oh no! I wonder if Noah's really gonna kill these kids. No, of course not. Yeah, of course he's gonna have a change of heart. And of course they're going to... The fact that we're sitting in the theater watching the movie... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> proves he's not going to kill the kids. Yeah, the, can you imagine that screen... You know, Darnoski, uh, And then he yeah. kills the babies in the third act. And that's a sacrifice that he uses to bring in the new age. Uh, can you imagine that and green light meeting? <laughs> <laughs> and all the people were wiped out forever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't think uh I don't think that meeting yeah, went I can, well. Yeah, I can I <laughs> can All right, let let me ask you this and this is something I I just thought up now when we were, you know, joking. Do you think there's any sort of climate change message in this movie like people must be wiped out to keep the earth pure? I think Or am I or am I like thinking too deeply over something that doesn't deserve it? Um, I, I would say yes to both questions. Okay. Because uh, I was reading an article where Arnofsky says like that, you know, Noah's an environmentalist, and that's the kind of message he was trying to put in his movie, you know, because they show him walking over this deforested landscape and volcanic ash. And well, okay, Aronofsky says Noah is an environmentalist. What do you think Aronofsky's take on environmentalists in the present day is if if he's casting this character as as that oh gee i don't know uh, uh, you know the movie is so inconsistent to begin <laughs> with uh, it's hard to to say what what you know what he thinks we should do uh, yeah it's I like what is the moral of the story <laughs> that you know, we should all um 
uh, I don't know, uh, start a rock monster garden. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, yeah, I think you can't really think too heavily no, about this because it wasn't designed for that. It's taken no, a story that you're right that theologically you can delve into. Like Jesus uses Noah. Uh, he talks about Noah. Paul, uh, in his writings, he alludes to uh, baptism, uh, like the person's baptism, like our personal flood. Uh, our our old self is washed away, and the new person is born. Uh, the church itself has been compared to the ark. In fact, churches are built to look like upside-down ships. And um, <laughs> there's a funny quote from, I, I forget who it's attributed to, but uh, I think it like a medieval monk or something. And he said, the the church is like the ark. The, the only thing worse than the storm raging on the outside is the stench coming from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a more of a a, a commentary on some of the bad things we do with each other, trying to work out our faith and fear and trembling, as it were. Uh, sometimes we aren't all that successful in the church. But in in terms of uh, if Noah, all, that, all that's gone because he doesn't get into any of the Christian interpretation at all. What, what is funny is you, you talk about stuff that they're adding and having to use everything that's in there. Uh, at the very end of the movie, uh, Noah's living in a cave away from his family because you know he he almost killed his grandchildren, but at the last minute he didn't. Yeah. Um, I was talking with one of my old professors, and he said that's sort of a borrowing from the Abraham story, hmm. um, where yeah. where uh, he brought Isaac up to the mountain and almost killed him, and the angel stayed his hand. Yeah, uh, I so I saw that part in the Bible mini series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. now on Netflix. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, uh, Michael sent me that on <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> and they ever Netflix advertised it as the Dream Team. They had the original Dream the Team, the original Dream Team, and it was Jesus walking around with his twelve disciples. Yeah. And I was like, "They're gonna change the world." Oh, it's <laughs> just it's it's just wrong to me. I, I feel and as I, soon as I saw this, the screen grab they picked. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, "Oh, Robert's gotta see this." It, it, yeah, I, I I don't think my reaction disappointed you. <laughs> I feel like Kiff on Futurama. <sighs> but anyways, back to this travesty. Uh, <laughs> it's a disaster, uh, <laughs> and not <laughs> not on purpose. But uh, there there's another article actually. My dad oh sent me. Oh God! The only thing. Oh. Can you imagine if they'd had the boat start leaking? And <laughs> 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 Fix the boat. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was uh, seven of the worst mistakes in the movie Noah. And this person who wrote it, it comes from the stance like, this is another thing that Hollywood has has ruined. Well, I don't, first of all, Aronofsky and Hollywood have little to do with each other. I think he just took their money. He showed them. Yeah, he showed them. But this this person does have some good thoughts, and it puts definition to some of the things that I was thinking. Um, they say number one, uh, Noah wasn't distant from God. Cause I think I said this before. They took all of God's lines out of the story. I mean, God is the one who does. I think ninety percent of the speaking in in Noah, and he's got nothing. Noah didn't drink hallucinogenic tea to hear God's directions. Um, maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, but still, they showed a bunch of disjointed images in the movie, and not 
direct speaking, like God comes to the Lord and says, I'm going to make my covenant with you. And the, the Noahic covenant is sort of like the, the Abrahamic covenant and the Mosaic covenant, you know, because these are promises that God makes to certain people along the way that are very important. And that you don't see that at all. And of course, he has a problem with the giant rock monsters. Continuing with the article. Noah was not a deranged killer bent on stopping his family from reproducing. Technically, Noah didn't yeah. kill anybody. And but I know what he means. Yeah. And this is this is something I think when we were talking, it, it we didn't it um it left a question in our brains. We're like, I don't understand this. It said the descendants of Adam did not treat the skin of the serpent as a family heirloom. Yeah. No, I'm sure that was made up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the movie, it wasn't clear as to what that was. No, I, I, I guess I got it. If, uh, well, for me, after a while, after they showed the the creation yeah. sequence, which I, I think I said, at the, I don't remember if I said it at the restaurant or not. I didn't listen to the whole thing. That was like the only cool part was yeah. was the creation yeah, sequence. You did. Um, see, it was clear to me that that was the the shed skin of the serpent. I don't know why they had it. I couldn't tell. Yeah, that, that was it was mine. imbuing them any kind of powers or knowledge or they just liked having it around or yeah and it, it seemed like like Noah comes from the the true bloodline of Adam um, and Cain was sort of like the the children of Cain which are all the evil men that, that they, they they set that up at the very beginning of the movie and they were they were not part of the promise. I don't know it was something weird so like I guess uh, as a mark or a sign that they're you know, they kept the skin like of they're the carrying serpent. the sin around. That's what it seems like I to me, guess. and it doesn't. Um, but it was like uh, a mark of I don't know. It's supposed to be a, like a good thing because Mano gives a blessing to the to the babies at the end. It touches them with the skin, and yeah. something magical happens, and they glow. And I don't know. It was really weird, and it was like so. And I think that is. Uh, and all the articles I read, that's the one thing that leaves the the most bitter taste in the mouth. Of you know the the it's turning the the serpent and the devil into the good guy after they spent all this time turning Noah into the bad guy. It's just weird. This is weird. Th- this is something else I I can't remember if I said it at the restaurant, but it I felt like that whole Noah deciding that they need to cleanse the earth and him almost killing the grandkids. It was just an excuse to get him drunk and naked like he is in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they couldn't figure out why else he would be ashamed of himself and go on a bender. So, okay, let's make him ashamed of something. Yeah. Well, see, in the, in the story, in the actual biblical story, it's that, you know, Noah was a righteous man. And they they say this several times. And then they show they, the story. They say it in two-thirds of the movie. and yeah. then And then all of a sudden he's not. Yeah. There's there's literally Yeah. Yeah. See it was it was this drinking episode afterward, which kind of explains why, you know, if Noah was so righteous, why are people still screwed up? Well, maybe he wasn't as righteous as, you know, the story said. <laughs> and and that, you know, he got drunk and stuff. So that's the the story yeah. itself is supposed to explain it. But then let they alone, had to let go alone the you know, there's the easier explanation is people are screwed up because there's so many of them. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of people who aren't screwed up. Yeah. Well, I'm under the impression that everyone's screwed up. Um, it's just some people are better at hiding it than others. <laughs> That's how I get through the day. 
Yeah, you're right. They, I think they, they, they went uh, above and beyond what they had to do to exp- to try and explain that part yeah. of the story, which should have been just self-explanatory. I mean, they could have even done like survivor's guilt, but they didn't even, g- no. you know, they didn't even do that. And all of creation, and it's only us. Yeah. Glug 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 glug. So and you know, I I Is thought anybody else warm. <laughs> I'm sorry, please continue. <laughs> I thought it would have been more interesting, like if I had made the movie, um, try to go with uh, um, what scientists believe might have actually happened. They they think they're, um, I was explaining this to earlier, that they think there was a comet strike somewhere in the Indian Ocean. And um, there's physical evidence for this. They could, using the satellite scans, they could see where a crater might be. Again, using satellites, they could look at the the strata, certain pieces of land, including like Australia and um, Madagascar, especially. They could see the patterns in the rock, or like the sand head solidified and turned into sandstone, where it looked like basically waves on a beach, but mm. on a huge, massive scale. Like there was some huge tidal wave wow. they, that, and and it's on the, it's on if you line up the angle, the direction that they're pointing, it's completely in line with where that comet crater is. So they think, you know, sometime five or six thousand years ago that there is this uh, uh, comet strike that hit. And that goes along with a lot of the, the folk stories because if you go, um, one man did all the research going from uh, the tip of uh, South Africa all the way around up through the Middle East into India and into Australia all the uh, folk legends and stories that all these um, native peoples who lived there have flood accounts. Noah is, of course, the most famous one. Um, the second famous would most famous would be the Enuma Elish uh, Babylonian account with uh, Gilgamesh that talks about that. But in in the story of Noah, it's the only one where where God's like, okay, I'm gonna come and speak to you and help you survive this. And whether or not, you know, there were other people in other parts of the world, whether or not the, like in the movie they showed, like these hurricanes covering the whole planet, whether that was the case or not, whether every person died except for Noah, I I think is besides the point. It's the, it's the relationship. That's, uh, you know, when I had my creation rant about Adam and Eve, that story's about the relationship between God, Adam, and Eve. Um, the story of Noah is the story of the relationship between God and Noah and his family. So I, I think it would have been better if they did that, if they showed, like, um, you know, the portent in the sky, the omen of the comet coming, and how it, instead of the the preposterous way, they just showed the, the, the water sort of bursting forth and the whole earth covered. And, you know, and even beforehand when they showed the earth, they showed, like, Pangea. Like, yeah. like the earth was, like, you know, 250 million years ago. It's like, come on. It, it's I, totally it, inconsistent. It, it it sounds like you've uh, taken on. I, I've hardly had to say anything during all that because you took my usual position of debunking the quasi biblical crap in the <laughs> movies we watch for this episode only. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Good to have you. I'm I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so we didn't do an Easter Avaganza uh, episode this year. Yeah. Well, um, because we we actually thought this would <laughs> this would be better. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, oh well. well a- at least at least 
speaking of biblically titled movies and, and Lent and Easter, I'm just glad you didn't decide to have us do 40 Days and 40 Nights. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even remember if I've seen that movie or not. Maybe I watched it. I, I, <laughs> I, I deliberately haven't seen it. <laughs> Coincidentally, we're, we're recording, you know, we recorded that bit in the restaurant. Uh, it was like, what was that, April 8th? It was the... I, I don't remember. The yeah, day. it was the week after yeah. the movie came out. and um, The 5th, I think, yeah, actually. And um, we're uh, tying the bow on this little present for you guys here on uh, on Good Friday. So I think maybe we should nail this <laughs> movie to the cross and be done with <laughs> Ouch. it. Ouch! <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so your final judgment here, Noah. I think I just delivered mine. <laughs> um, I, th- I I kept telling people we were gonna have originally a couple people were gonna watch it with us and and participate in the discussion, but they uh, couldn't make it. Um, and when I was telling them about it on Monday at work, I kept telling them don't don't bother. It's it's non-essential. It's nobody's best work. Right. And there are rock monsters in it. So, non-essential. Wait for it to come onto FX if you if you have to see <laughs> it. Wait a year and watch it on TV. Yeah. And then, even then, you'll probably be more interested in the commercials. <laughs> Perhaps. So, yeah. I yeah. usually... You know, I like everything, and I was trying to get some of my friends to come along to the movie who are a lot more critical. They, you know, they they would probably have more in common with Michael than with me in, in terms of taste in movies. Because, you know, I I watch Godzilla movies. You know, I like everything, but man, I I really didn't like this one. It just stuck in my craw. Something, you know. Uh, I mean, I I want to make it clear. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I I wasn't there waiting for it to end, but it was mediocre at best. It just wasn't very good. Yeah, and I, I th- I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I think I said this during our, our original recording was, it it's supposed to be a story of hope, and it left me feeling depressed. And it was it was kind it's kind of like the end of. Uh, it has a similar ending to the end of the Passion, and uh, you know and we talked about this where. You have Jesus being beaten and tortured and crucified for two hours, and then like the last five seconds is the resurrection, and that's supposed to be the hopeful. That's the good news. That's for what we're supposed to be talking about, you know. And here it's it's a dark, depressing, you know. You're literally in the mud in this movie, and and then they they have the blessing and the rainbow at the end, but it's the last five minutes, and it doesn't leave you feeling hopeful. Yeah, and like the and the dove with the olive branch, which yeah, which is on screen for seconds. Yeah, and that that's again is an important uh yeah, Christian it's not symbol. it's not played up at all. Yeah. It was it, it's an afterthought. It's like, "Oh yeah, that's this thing." It's that's a part of the story. That's that's yeah. how they know they found land. Yeah. Yeah, but it didn't they already crash into something by the time the dove came back? I don't remember. Uh, I th- it, I think so. That was that the dove. I don't think was like you said. It was well. No, it was no. It was it was carrying an olive branch, and that's how they knew they'd found land or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Did, did that? But did that come before the 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 the, the tri story climax or everything that's coming together? Or because I don't think it was during it. Because you know the it's not important. The I, babies I, are born. The guy comes out of hiding, and then they crash into land. I think that all happens at the same time, and then possibly. 
it, but it, but those are the important things, and or the maybe, dove was not. Or maybe that's how they know the water's receding and they can leave the boat or something. Is, I, is I don't remember. Stupid. I, I remember at the time thinking, oh, and that's why they see the dove with the olive. That's, I remember thinking the significance was clear, but now it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it, in, inconsistent. That's yeah. I, I think that's... Yeah. I, I, inconsistent yeah, Robert's, and disappointing. Robert's final like judgment, inconsistent, mine, mediocre. Yes. Uh, inconsistent and, and depressing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and now the wait for Exodus in <laughs> November, December begins. Uh, and this says uh, Batman is Moses, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Patrick Batman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh you see what I did there? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I I really like American Psycho. I, I I thought it was okay. That was part of that uh that sort of nineties strain of movies about, you know, crazy people that you kinda identified mm-hmm. with at the time. Because it was the nineties, <laughs> you know. I, like Fight Club and American Psycho and I, I thought Fight Club was much, much better. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know. People didn't get the ending of um, uh, American Psycho. Everyone has this different, but I'm like, dude, the, the guy was so crazy. He didn't actually kill anybody. That was the, what I took away from it. I apparently need to see the movie again. I don't. He was so crazy that none of that stuff what, ever happened. How? I don't remember the ending. I don't remember how it ended. It Maybe was. I'll read the book. Yeah, because. Uh, I read something online where someone came to the same conclusion. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought because they're talking about rebooting it or remaking it. Or it's going to be a musical. Like, um, really? A musical starring Matt Smith. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt Smith. Matt Smith is going to play Patrick Bateman on stage. That would be interesting to see. Oh, that... Wow, wow, <laughs> wow! That is, that would be cool. I'm sorry, on a religious podcast, you shouldn't get excited <laughs> about a musical about a, a psychotic <laughs> killer. But yeah, that that no, that would be an acting tour de force. A, a legend, a legend, psychotic killer. Yeah, a legend. Uh, as I said, I, I think he's so crazy he didn't actually do anything. So again, another ten-year-old spoiler alert. <laughs> oh yeah, that's for, it's for been long who, enough. So to me, the the ending of American Psycho was um, better and uh, left me feeling a lot better about humanity than the ending of Noah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, I I think that's enough about Noah and American Psycho. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what do we have on tap for next month? Yes, uh, we will be, for next month, looking at the movie Frozen. And you might be thinking, Frozen? That's not a religious movie. And and Mike would be the first person to join. <laughs> probably <laughs> asking that question. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I so guess we'll find out. Yeah, so that, that's one that you can watch with your family, with uh, okay. little Zoe. All right. And uh, what we'll do is we'll probably look mostly at the reaction to it, the people who are looking at it and saying, ooh, I see a Christian metaphor in there, and we should show this in our Sunday school. And some of the people are saying, I don't think so. But so. isn't that what Jesus did with the parables? 
Yeah, that's a good point. Well, we will discuss All that right, more well, later. Uh, that was supposed to be a joke, but I guess that'll, <laughs> that'll be a good jumping off point for <laughs> for next month. Yeah, see, there's more there than you thought, Mike. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, and TV Corner, I think the show's going to wrap up by by this time. It's called uh, Resurrection. It's an ABC television show, I believe, about people who just start coming back from they've been dead for 20 years and then they come back to life um, the way they were the day they died so I, I've seen I, I, I told you I watched two episodes that's not completely true I watched the first episode and then fell asleep watching the second one but I, I understand completely uh, but uh, <laughs> that one you could uh, catch on abc.com no I can't I don't have cable I can't authenticate really yeah it's it's locked you need a cable password. I'm not even joking. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, you, uh, maybe I'll on on Hulu Plus, maybe. I'll think of something. <laughs> and then Frozen, of course, you can find on uh, Vudu and Amazon I'll Prime. And I'll think of something. Uh, you can get it from the library. <laughs> we're, we're, we've actually been waiting to get it from the library. That's why we yeah. haven't seen it yet. So, uh, Resurrection and Frozen is going to be uh, next month's show. So, until that time, uh, this is Robert saying keep the faith. And Mike saying peace out. 